Um, <laughs> hi, guys. I'm Meryl Kay. And I'm Connor Rallier. And this is Bits, Bits Over Broadway. Broadway. Ooh, that was that gross. Was really disgusting. <laughs> We're not doing that again. <laughs> I don't know why I chimed in. I was just like, this is... My spirit is moving me to do you this. You felt good. It I felt, felt real. really good. We and I was really like, got like this hive is, mind. This there. is like spontaneous. I'm feeling mm-hmm, it, and mm-hmm, then it mm-hmm, ended, and mm-hmm, I'm like, I need to go mm-hmm. take a shower. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so we have a lot to talk about this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tonys were last night. Yeah, as of this recording, pretty great. And we are also talking about a show, and we have a. IRL guest. IRL. She's here. She's Natalie Alt. Hi. <laughs> I was do more of an introduction than that. For a second, I thought you were going to say she's, she's here. She's queer. Me but too. She's not. I was like, I don't know how she ranks on a Kinsey scale. I've never asked. Definitely straight. We're but close, thanks for asking. We're close friends, and I've I never. I mean, um, it is Pride Month, so we need to chat. So I, I appreciate it, but right. I, I am. Yeah. I'm straight. She's Wonderful. straight. She's I'm a straight. one. Okay. I don't know how the Kinsey scale works. Actually, it's like a zero to one. I think is like straight. Oh my god, what? Wow. That's I don't know. Don't take my word for it. I mean annoying. you're the what what so like what? I'm like I think this what's it like to but like, why eight are we or something like that if it's like because zi- it's like a number scale, so if it's like from zero oh, to that, eight, I'm like a it's 14. not like a banana scale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like this many bananas. <laughs> right, right. It's right. numbers. It's numbers. Um, anyway, so that's guys. Great podcast. I will see you all next. That's week. it. Thank you for listening to Bits Over it's Broadway. Two um, tweets, and we're dying. We're dead inside. Um, Natalie, hi. Welcome to Bits Over Broadway. Hi, yeah. Thanks, guys, for having we're me. We're really um, excited to have you. We went to school with Natalie. We did. Um, Natalie, give us your credentials. As you know, you have to have an. Ex- of musical theater background <laughs> to be on this podcast. Absolutely. So uh, let's let's hear well, your uh, IMDb jokes page. on you guys because I do. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, fun fact, y'all: Natalie has more credits than Connor and I combined. It's true. It's true. <laughs> so Natalie, you love musical theater. I love. I think that's an theater. understatement. I, I don't think. Yeah. yeah I don't know sure. what the above. I'm a musical theater nerd. What's I'm the a, Kinsey scale of loving musical theater? Uh, you're in eight. You're eight bananas. On that yeah, scale. yeah. I'm, eight, I'm eight, eight bananas, bananas, 100. Because the mu- musical theater Kinsey scale is bananas as opposed to numbers. as opposed to numbers. Because right. you know, <laughs> bananas. Musical theater is bananas. It is. I'm it bananas. Is pretty, pretty bananas. Um, um, so yeah, so I I work in theater. I work in theater true. marketing. That's right. That's right. Um, I have been performing for a really long time, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I am. Um, kind of an encyclopedia when it comes to some Broadway shows. Yeah, oh, which amazing. is great because so, I am the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> what is, I am like a dearth. Of, I'm the opposite of whatever an encyclopedia is. Like, just like a thin pamphlet, I guess, <laughs> on no shows. But like you trying to guess the plot of The Drowsy Chaperone is probably one of the greatest comedy moments of my life. <laughs> Thank God it was a show that relied on theater tropes right. or I'd never have gotten that. I don't know, like... <laughs> I mean, you got pretty lucky. Yeah. I pretty really well. did. I, I really yeah, did. The blindfolded roller skating is, you know... You that's know. A, no that's one really sees that coming. <laughs> We're not even my parents. Should exist. <laughs> Happy be Pride there. Month. Um, I had much fun doing that part <laughs> of the sure show. I'm sure you did. Because I am a very good, as has been established in the first episode of this podcast. <laughs> they are very good. I am good a very good at skating. skating. Fun fact, I don't know how. Oh, 
my goodness. <laughs> well, I guess you'll never play Robert What's-His-Name from Drowsy Chaperone. I love that. I've um, already forgotten a show that I didn't watch or listen to. It's okay. Well, there is no PBS broadcast of but it, But guys, not. that's right. This week we're doing Into the Woods I by wish. James Lappin. Lapine. Lapine. Okay. <laughs> hey, Nick. Uh, just added that out. <laughs> This week we're doing Into the Woods by James Le- book by James Lapine and lyrics and music and music by Stephen Sondheim. I've never heard of him. Um, I think he's I'm like sorry, a doing big an impression of me from freshman year. Of is college. he new? <laughs> I don't know who that is. Why don't you tell me more? Tell us more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Uh-huh. Does he have a car? Uh huh. <laughs> Summer love, it happens so fast. Summer I love do it. summer it love Stephen Sondheim. It I is summer love. Actually, I really only, love. I love Stephen Sondheim all, all season. year, yeah. all seasons. All seasons of love. Seasons of love. Boom. Wow, we're Musical just like, rest. we are just hitting oh, 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 all of the musical How do you measure today? my love of Stephen Sondheim? <laughs> In bananas. <laughs> all right, <laughs> bringing it back. It's cool. Callback City. Okay, it's, that's enough. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we're going to talk. Natalie. Um Yes. You were in this show. I've been in the show too many times. Too many oh, times. Geez. Too many she times. She still said yes when I, I did. texted her and asked her if she would be in this. Yeah. Be, on, be a guest on this app. Let's get into it. Into. Into the, the woods. woods. Folks. All right. Okay. I just want to say really quick that mm-hmm. I'm very proud of us that mm-hmm. we waited three episodes uh-huh. to do a Sondheim show as opposed to going Sondheim right off the bat. And. That is because I have only seen this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, we've talked about that. So, so kind of wanted to talk like just we kind of joked about it maybe last episode or the first episode about how there's a difference between Andrew Lloyd Webber and Stephen Sondheim and yeah. there's sort of two it's camps. A big difference. Well, there's big a huge difference. difference. Well, I mean, every composer is different, obviously, sure. but you know, there's kind of in college I discovered there was like two camps. Like either you liked Andrew Lloyd Webber or you did not. And when I say two camps, I mean everyone else was in the other one and it was just me singing Sunset Boulevard doing the dishes by myself in the other. Um, But we kind of talked about it a little bit off mic last week where um, and I think it's just relevant to bring up now. For sure. We talked Angel Lord Rubber's a little more poppy, a little more um, like pop rock in the sense that there's very clearly a verse and then there's a chorus and that chorus repeats itself and the plot right. is over the and plot over is illuminated and, and you get the plot points. You yes. understand what's going on, but it's not um, feeding you exposition mm-hmm. in the way that Sondheim does where Sondheim is incredibly lyrically and musically dense. You're going to hear musical themes being yes. played under at the same time, the expo- exposition is happening to sort of tie characters together, especially in a show like this, For sure. um, which is we'll get into the plot of. But I think before if you haven't watched it and you are starting now, I, I don't <laughs> right. know, um, just be that's a big thing to know about Sondheim. For the most part, he's incredibly lyrically. Mm-hmm. Dense mm-hmm. because he, I mean, he did start as a lyricist, mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. really it really does shine through. I mean, you are, and there's a book too. There, so there are two books. Let's let's yeah. break this down. The yes. book is 
not the singing in the words. Oh, we're talking about like book writer. Like book writer. We're talking about book writer. I was like, like, oh yeah, yeah, look, look, I made a hat hat. and finishing the hat. (laughs) Let's talk. I had to read those. I do have, I do own one. Will you all believe that I have finishing the hat? I own it. I own it. I also did Roadshow, so I was like, oh, I need to read this because Roadshow is five different shows. That. I'm just talking to myself. I mean, Into the Woods is like the gateway Sondheim musical. Oh, absolutely. I feel like it's the show that most people. Oh my God. Anyway, so when, when we say someone wrote the book, we're talking about the words in between, sort of right. the, di- the dialogue Correct. that isn't being sung. But Meryl, what happens if a show is completely sung through? Is there a book? I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> Natalie, if it's based you off of bitch, a book, you set me up. <laughs> like you, the rat, great. you Judas. Rock opera. Is there still a book? By a there so. is a book if it's based off of War and Peace by Leo Tolstoy. <laughs> <laughs> what a... The <laughs> Drug right War, Natasha Pierre, The Great Covenant of 1812. Now we have to seed this podcast to Natalie. Like, now does she run this <laughs> right. podcast? So, Natalie... That well, was such um, a dirty trick you she are just did to Nick, edit the that host out. Of this. <laughs> Make Natalie look like an idiot. <laughs> Can't be done. So thank you, loyal followers. All you tens of loyal followers. Educate. I'm just trying to help people out. Natalie comes in with a dang bomb. Um, It's a cruel question that a lot of people have. I don't know, Natalie. What's (laughs) answer? Because I don't know for real. Um, Fun fact: We're all friends because we're all assholes. We are. I don't know if you figured that out yet. Friends anymore. (laughs) Kick this bitch out. Just to be clear, so I invite you on this podcast, and this is how you you treat me. I'm sitting in the middle of Meryl and Natalie, and the heat is on. Heat is is on on in Saigon. (laughs) Also, it's like a hundred degrees (laughs) in this apartment. Please help. Heat is on in Saigon. Uh, Natalie went broad. And I think I went. I'm sorry for popping my penis. Okay, so to go back to the question, if the show is sung all the way through, does it have a book, Natalie? It does. It does have a book. The book writer's in charge of basically making sure that the story makes sense. The plot. They're just running basically making sure that the. That's essentially what the book is, even with dialogue. Right. But it's it's more of the in between. So especially in the case of Into the Woods, lots of the jokes. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, Are happening then and. I lost my train of thought, and now we just have 30 seconds of dead air. <laughs> oh, I'm so bad at this. Now they really threw me off. The um, but yeah, so to the so, listening audience, oh, that was not my intention. Someone, it's just essentially someone is making sure that the plot makes sense. There's no right. holes. We're not going off on tangents. For we sure. should probably get a book writer for this podcast. Yeah, if you are a comedy writer, <laughs> we Ouch. need help. I'm. Right here, <laughs> you Judas. <laughs> Welcome to the team. Uh, Welcome to the team. <laughs> it's the me, team. Everyone now. in this room, but Nick hath betrayed me. Get off the mic. Well, it's fine because Nick dragged me the minute I walked in the door. <laughs> <laughs> Much like he dragged me on last month's episode. Last month, last week. <laughs> last week. Of, Where are we? What time is this? What is It's a social construct. <laughs> okay, so when we talk, we've got to get back to the point here. Um, the book was <sighs> written by James Lapine, yes. a very, I was Wikipediaing him, a partner of Sondheim. Yeah, for, they for worked long together time. on a yes. lot of shows. Have worked on, have worked on a lot of shows together. Um, 
And I will say after watching the show, again as a refresher last night, very funny. <laughs> it's yeah, absolutely. He is a very funny a man. For um, sure. So then so then the the lyrics is that the libretto? What is libretto? Yes. yes. Thank you. I paid attention and I do life. have a degree. Um, the um, libretto is <laughs> is Stephen Sondheim's purview. I know exactly what Natalie was about to say. What? what? Are you going to bring back another joke? <laughs> uh, show I listened to your first episode. She did. Okay. She did. She's I, a fan. Okay. 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 Um, I did my research. <laughs> did we just? We did ums in unison. We did. Wow. We're really cute. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's start. So we should go through the plot of Into the Woods. Yes. In case this is. Do you is, have three hours? Do you because have three hours so to long. hear the good word? Basically, <laughs> I'm just going to give you guys the rundown. We can go through it. Yeah. As, you know, we can, sure. we can go over it together. This is, um, there's two acts. The first act is, um, here are fairy tales that you know and love. Generally, the Brothers Grimm. So, you know, you've got Little Red Riding Hood. You've got yeah. a Cinderella. Um, a little Rapunzel. You've got um, Jack and the Beanstalk. Uh, Jack and the Beanstalk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said Little Red Riding Hood. And then the baker and the baker's wife are not really. They are completely made up characters. They're well, like they, the they were. They're our entry point into the story. They're the. They were at the. They're at the beginning of the story of Rapunzel. Correct. Mm-hmm. Because I think they were supposed to be Rapunzel's parents. Yes. So they took those two characters right. from Rapunzel's story and Rapunzel's sister, and then made that Rapunzel is the baker's sister, sister. right? Yeah. But the same sort of family tree. Um, and so, so here mm. are these fairy tales. Now we're going to weave their stories together, um, and this is sort of you know how um, fairy tales coming true at the end of the first act, mm-hmm. and then intermission happens, and it all goes to hell. And the second act is. Uh, how fairy tales what happens actually after. What happens you get your wish yeah. now here's guys what happens after, i literally wrote after <laughs> but fairy tales aren't real and then did an eye roll emoji in my notebook <laughs> um how do you draw an eye yeah, roll emoji? it's not good and it looks more sad than i can't exasperate it. it's at the very bottom oh yeah it don't does, read any of my hilarious comments it does look very jump on sad. my jokes um i'm gonna steal them we're all. ready <laughs> thank you i just now I realize, like in context, mm-hmm. so this show was produced in the eighties, eighty eight. Nineteen eighty six is when it premiered at the Old Globe. It premiered on Broadway in nineteen eighty seven. Okay, she is correct. <laughs> I wrote it down. We fact checked her. Boom. Um, she encyclopedic. She's not kidding y'all. Um, I will punch. be the historian of the show. So I'm sure <laughs> no. at the, she's I'm our sure dramaturg now. In a time that that was probably an interesting and novel we'll concept. Fully accept that job. <laughs> We're just uh, Connor's making hiring decisions while I'm trying to keep this. You know you love me and you want me. I am here. (laughs) Take me. Um, I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm sure like fairy tales gone wrong was a novel concept in the '80s, but I feel like now, present day, it's so overwrought. And I've seen a hundred deviant art pictures of like Belle and Cinderella being abused by their husbands that don't pay attention. Like I just, and Natalie, I'm interested to hear because I know you and I are both big fans of Disney and um, you arguably bigger than me. Mm -hmm. Although I grew up on those movies and I love them. Apparently I'm Um, a freak. It's fine. Not a freak at all. No, no, no. Um, Just, just, I just know you. you I do. It's correct. Love them. And I grew up on them and, and also enjoy them. 
And I just don't have time for that. I guess I just, I am very exasperated mm-hmm. by the idea of the theory deals aren't real. Mm-hmm. In the sense that oh, I go to theater to escape. Right. So that's part of it. It's an escapism mm-hmm. thing. And also just I feel like it's overdone. So I'm trying to reposition myself so that in context of the show, this right. is an interesting idea right. and an interesting sort of Well, I um, think you show. could... I think there's two trains of thought okay. with this because yeah. many people think that Act One and Act Two, Should Act One actually stands alone by itself. A hundred percent. They do. The they do the junior version yeah. that is just entirely only Act One. Okay, so those, that like, makes sense. Middle school productions where the kids are like under the age of twelve and uh-huh. can't really deal with adultery and or death, death sure. or right. all of the multitude of terrible things that happen uh-huh. in Act Two. Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> Um, oh God! We already did our. <laughs> we spoiler. already did a spoiler alert. The episode's alert, not but. out, but don't worry. Episode two, we did a spoiler alert for the entirety of the rest of this podcast. Yeah. So you're good. So you're, so good. Sorry. you're free to spoil anything. You're good. Um, but also, uh, Into the Woods is kind of the catalyst, I believe, why Disney wanted to acquire the rights to Into the Woods because. Into the Woods, the movie, which came out a couple years ago, mm-hmm. was right. created and made by Disney. It was Disney. It was. Um, and Disney has kind of been on a kick lately with their like retelling of yeah. stories. They had the Maleficent Ugh. movie that kind of tells yeah, her backstory. You know, there's these kind of continuing things, and I have a lot of feelings about the remakes, and that could be a whole other and podcast. Bad, and that's how I feel. And so, so many um, feels. Anyway, um, but back to Into the Woods, which is woods. good. But you know, if like you think it. about it, in the eighties, there wasn't you know Reddit. There wasn't the you know this sure, constant sure, sure, people sure, being sure. like. What what would happen if, or yeah. you know, right. you thought those things to yourself, or you became a stand-up comedian for and sure, set right. them on the road for right. sure, for sure. So um, it was again, kind of it's this, all contextual, it's, right? I definitely have to think of it, absolutely. But I think of it sort of as um, the same way I think of television in the eighties. I kind of likened it. Uh, I was speaking about this with someone. I likened it to watching the Golden Girls, where the tropes that the episodes plots are way overdone mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. in sitcom right in, sit- in sitcom writing and you know the the, uh, the classic mix them ups the right. you know whatever the case may be those plots we know by heart they're really tropey now and sort of overdone but the jokes are still funny mm-hmm. yes. and the writing is still interesting mm-hmm. even though we know the beats we know what's going to happen we know the formula right the and that's kind of how i felt watching this show like i sort of felt like oh this is a little i i get where this is going but mm-hmm. the jokes and the acting and the songs are very entertaining right. very mm-hmm. good it feels act 1 at least feels comfortable mm-hmm. act 2 is <laughs> Clearly not. A lot of a lot of stuff goes down in Act Two. A lot of things happen. But um, I but think yeah. that is also just um, kind of a byproduct of the source material itself. One hundred percent. Because they 100%. are fairy tales. They're folk tales they're that we grew thousands up with. Of They've been around for, for thousands sure. of years, and they stick with the original Grimm's fairy tales. Mm-hmm. And if no one has the, read them, they're fucked up. They're very but the Grimm's dark. made them happy because they were folklore, and the right. folklore was. Like really terrible, and because people's fingers got be, cut off, right, and everyone right. died. Because and then the Grimm's made them. Tales. The Grimm's brothers made them happy. Endings, kind of. Sort, of, sort of. They're still pretty dark. Because right. I mean, like y- you still have the ending of Cinderella, where the 
um, sisters get their eyes plucked out sure, at this wedding. Sure, sure, and but their heels they have to, like, they have to, cut, they have to mutilate off. their feet in order to fit right, into the right. shoes. And, like, there's still those, those elements of the original mor- morality Absolutely. tale. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, I had a real complaint now that I'm tired of horniness being uh, equated with evil. <laughs> I'm so tired of sexuality being bad. It's just happened two weeks in a yeah. row. We talked about it last week with Little Shop of how sense. the plant is so sexual. 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 And the it really struck me in um, the wolf, the, oh. so the wolf trying to like yeah. seduce, and the way he speaks about Little Red Riding Hood. I was like, oh, it's so gross, and right. I, it's like clearly like lust is bad, and it is bad to be a sexual being, which again I think comes from those old morality tales. It mm-hmm. comes from the lore, but like, dang, can a girl just get like a sex positive role model? And <laughs> you have to wait until well, like the two thousands you know. for that. <laughs> I mean, technically, the wolf like rapes her. Yeah. Okay. So. And I mean, which is another reason why, which is a reason why that the wolf and the Cinderella Prince, Prince are, are usually played, played by, by the same, same person actor because they're portraying the same base emotions. So it's they're, rape right. culture. Yeah. Well, it's basically saying like you know, there's a wolf in different clothing. Yeah. Sure. Also, fun fact: in the out of town tryout. The wolf had a giant penis. Okay, the wolf in, still the PBS, has a giant penis in the PBS, in the PBS version, I was like, it matches is defined. But imagine <laughs> that, but bigger. That's crazy because it is very defined. In the you can look on YouTube, you can just search into the woods, and it has a sort of a storybook drawing. It's produced. It's put up by like Stage Affair or something mm-hmm. like that. It was posted in 2014. It's the PBS recording of the original Broadway cast. Mm-hmm. I Correct. would say. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you can. T- I was like, his crotch is very defined mm-hmm. again it's just sort of alluding to that not even a, uh, not even an illusion no. it's pretty much just blatant it's bad to be horny in the original like week of the run at the old globe I guess like a large co- point of conversation was this wolf penis mm-hmm. and um, as, as, as it, it is at my do, dinner table I mean I'm you. already schwitzing but I think I just got a little bit hotter in here <laughs> so there was this like where is it like just like you know it's a tit it's a dick versus yeah. like whoa it's a dick right right so right so there was can we long- see it from the balcony or are we just like is offending like, the first oh, three right. rows okay, all right <laughs> so yeah if apparently- you can see it from the balcony it's, it's not big, big enough. <laughs> it's not big not enough. Not big enough. If you uh, can't tweet see it from us, the parking lot, not big it's enough. not you big enough. See it from the parking lot. <laughs> from the cash, what does Tracy oh. Mattel say? <laughs> the cash check-in place down the street. Yes. That's it. Yeah, oh. so, <laughs> so they toned it down for the, they, they scaled it back bit. a little. They did. They circumcised I would it. love to see those notes from tech every day being Absolutely. like, the dick's too big. The dick's too big. Dick's too big. Uh, <laughs> Gary, we got to talk about this wolf dick. I really wish there's like and a recorded. sitting in the corner like, keep it, keep yeah. it, keep Bigger. it. I, was, I wish Bigger. there was like some recorded conversation of Stephen right. Sondheim talking about this wolf penis. Absolutely. Yeah. I would love to sit on those designer meetings. <laughs> so would good. love it's to sit too damn big. Um. Okay. Okay, so sorry I jumped the gun. I just I really needed to get that out because I just I really no, okay. I'm just gonna be crusading for the rest of this podcast to find a show where horniness is celebrated. <laughs> I don't think it's that. I don't know about the horniness. I mean like he's very lascivious. Yeah, but like sure. in a like he wants to like rape a nine year old way. Okay, I asked if it was like I so I watched this full disclosure. I watched this with my boyfriend Mitch um, via FaceTime. <laughs> They're we so were cute. eight counts into 
eight notes into the show starting. He already had tears in his eyes. And I was like, nothing has even happened. He's like, but it's going to. He is so, he loves the show. It's one of his favorites. He was so emotionally involved. I sat stone-faced throughout. He was like, he would just look at me and I was like, I'm so, I'm sorry. I am definitely crying. It's the air conditioner. It's drying out my tears. Yes, it's, I'm definitely very sad sucking and back into my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, so let's start from the top. In the first 32 counts, Every character plus some characters that aren't even in the show are introduced and they're all talking <laughs> at the true. same time and they're all telling you extremely important things about their characters at the same time. Correct. Yes. And I thought... Because that's Sondheim. Oh, yes. I get it. This is why people hate musicals. <laughs> I literally texted Connor and wrote, do, do I hate musicals? I hate no. this. No. This is, inc- this is so frustrating. I get why a person who's never experienced a musical right. f- before would be like, how am I supposed to pay attention to and figure right. out all yes. of this? I have never watched the show. The first, My first experience with, with the show was the first time I was in it when mm. I was very young. It's a little different. You know? And like, I have never experienced the show without knowing every single word. Right. So like, I don't know. Like that, I think that's a completely valid yeah. thought. Like I've yeah. never, Absolutely. I've never seen it without knowing what every, everyone every, is yes, saying and, and what right. and doing. I think to this day, I still don't know all the words. And I've listened yeah. to that. I listened to that opening number at least like. Let me tell day. you, going in, if you go in blind, you've never heard it. That is a lot of yeah. sound it is. coming at you. Imme- so it's not immediate. Only are you trying to parse story, right? Characters, but all the characters, and there are several. There's probably yeah. ten. I want to. I'm just rough In estimating that opening here. Number. Yeah, um, probably more. Six, Three. eight, like, ten. <laughs> well, I'm like going numbers. through the household now. It, it, it's the so stepsisters, Cinderella, Jack, Jack's mother, Baker, Baker's wife, the witch, Little Red. Yeah, was I supposed to be counting along? The only people who aren't <laughs> aren't introduced in the opening number are the princess and, and the, the mom and the granny and the mom and the gr- well no and rapunzel and rapunzel but we have the mom no cinderella's mom not her son oh that's mom. right yeah um so anyway so you have 10 people and all those people have a theme basically yes. they all have a like a, a musical. musical theme right so certain like three or four notes in you know mm-hmm. that play throughout that sort of tie into all of their songs and also tie into. So for example, um, during a song agony, like Rapunzel's theme plays during one right. of the Rapunzel Prince's verses mm-hmm. because those two are tied together. Now they're not only tied together by character, they're tied together musically. Mm-hmm. And now we're, so right. you're trying to it's very sound time. It is incre- it's incredible. The talent that it would <laughs> oh, take absolutely. to do that. I mean, I can't even imagine it is incredibly difficult to sit and try to, to suss out when yeah. you're, when you're just sort of getting right into it. Um, so for, I was very overwhelmed for the first couple songs, and um, I tried listening just on Spotify, mm-hmm. and I I really couldn't. I could barely keep track of characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just went ahead and switched. When you're watching it, that helps. Obviously, that right. helps a lot. Yeah, because you can see who is saying what. They're mm-hmm. all different. You know, obviously, being able to see theater helps that's sort of the point um but even then it was difficult to sort of figure out who was saying what. absolutely I, which i think is one of the good reasons good things 
um, with having a narrator because mm-hmm. the narrator is a character in the show and he's kind of there to help shepherd the audience along until his untimely demise at the hands of the characters of the stories in the second act. Cracking and bottles. They're I just, mean, you know. And they're uh, just once it gets killing by people giant, with abandon. Not me. <laughs> and, um, but I think like having the narrator there to kind of show the audience like okay, we're going to focus on Cinderella in these first few minutes, and then now we're going to switch over to the baker and his wife, Mm -hmm. and then, okay, here's Jack, and this is what he's doing, and now we're going back to the baker and his Mm -hmm. wife. And, like, that kind of really does help suss out at the beginning of the show. Who's what? Who is what, this is what they're doing. You can kind of get what you need to get from those moments of the narrator being like, okay, focus on this vignette, now it's this vignette, and then everything else is kind of just background noise. And we quickly learn at the base that these three main characters so jack cinderella the baker and his wife mm-hmm. want each want something right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's kind of the base of act one is they're going yeah. into the woods to get the thing that they wish for mm-hmm. right so the baker and his wife want a child more than the moon yes <laughs> <laughs> correct uh, that is funny only if you've heard the song <laughs> but if correct. you have heard the songs you welcome <laughs> Uh, Cinderella wants to go to the festival. The festival? Yes. The festival? The King's Festival. <laughs> Perfect. God, we're so good at being we're theater We're really shows. good at being wow. theater people. Hashtag nerds. <laughs> and uh, Jack wants riches. Don't we all? And is in love with his Listen. cow. <laughs> yeah, if I had a cow and could get gold... That's my mother. I don't know what I would be, but I would be living <laughs> in Brooklyn. Cow wants gold. Um, <laughs> I would be living in Brooklyn. A cow that doesn't sure. produce milk. What I wrote. Yes. Um, I wrote classic Sondheim. Here's 18 characters and 32 counts. Pay attention. Also, the Act One prologue is 19 minutes it's long. So it is. long. It's Much like, like the this v- episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredibly long. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I kept being like, "Oh, we're close, right? No, still an hour and a half to go. Great. It's midnight. Right. It has nine parts. The first midnight. You're the welcome. second midnight. The last midnight. midnight. The last midnight. <laughs> There's three. This is good, you guys. You should listen to the show before you listen to this podcast. We're doing refs all over the place. Um, all over. I also wrote, Bernadette Peters is an incredible goon. Um, <laughs> listen, Bernadette Peters Iconique. was one of the very first Broadway divas, like of the quintessential sure, like, sure. Broadway yes. divas yes. that we grew Her up with. Her hair made it into Jack's Broadway diva wig on it Will did. and Grace. It I did. Mean, and trust, I'm trying to incredible. get that hair too. <laughs> Been permanent since the day I was dang born. It's true. Um, Bernadette is incredible. Like she she's truly is. And yes. her voice is in, so grating, but also she's playing the witch. Right. Her she, speaking voice. Right. So it's supposed to be. Right. And also, she just really has a, like very surprising, but also not because she's incredibly talented. Just such great comedic timing. She's so, so funny. funny. So funny. She is, even though she's playing the witch, which is an incredibly serious role. Her it, face does yes. like she's always tasting a lemon. That's just yeah. not quite. She has cheekbones. You could cut four diamonds. Days. Yes. Yes. Four days, Unreal. and she still looks that way. Today. She is there's 60 some odd years old. Great, Girl still looks like she's 30. incredible. There's a great article she where she talks about what she eats. Um, I'll try and find it yeah. and put it in the show notes. She's like, sometimes I eat a half a granola bar, <laughs> or if I'm feeling crazy, 
an apple whip. <laughs> like, she doesn't eat. I and fully she, believe that she just lives in an underground bun- bunker and does not see the sun until she has to go to she lays in a tomb of honey yeah. to keep here. Yeah, pretty just much. Yeah. unbelievable. Here's my question. How did she get screwed out of the role for the Disney movie? Uh-huh. She and Meryl are the same age, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, they About. Are. Yeah. Um, what happened? Who did Bernie I feel make? like it was just. <laughs> who did Bernie piss off? I feel off? like with the movie, it was just a star vehicle. Yeah, 100%. They needed stars I'm to sell sorry, tickets. I'm sorry, you think Bernadette Peters is not a star? I mean, she's a star to me. Outside of Broadway, though? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I guess you never saw Annie. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Star to me. Hmm. I hmm. love hmm. her hmm. in... Annie. Annie. <laughs> um, in case anyone's curious, this is the. Uh, oh, thank you. Damn. Oh, God, she was, in, she was in Brandy Cinderella. Yes, she I was. As a stepmother, that's right. That's so that don't tell me she could not come and play the witch and Into the Woods. That's some, I know. You're going to put James Corden as the baker and not put Bernadette Peters as the witch? Okay, James Corden technically is a Tony Award winner in his he own is. right. He's not just a talk show host. He's a classically trained dramatic actor. I'm not saying he was, he's not that. I'm saying if we're talking star power. Right. right. I don't think he has star power. He does now. No, 100% now. At yeah. the time, he did not. He had jo- he he was still the host of the, the late, 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 late show. Yeah. Late, late. When late, late. the movie came out? Yeah. He had just started. It was his because first season. I just knew started. him from like all of the British television that I had watched. Because like Britain only has seven actors and they're yeah. all in the same mm-hmm. TV show. Correct. <laughs> they're all in the same two TV shows. Yeah. Right, I right, saw right. him in One mm-hmm. Man, Two Governors, which was the show he won a Tony Award for. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't hilarious. love James Corden. No, I do. Not. I just think, so maybe that was an international star situation. I just think. Probably. I was yeah. just thinking. How did Bernadette Peters get shafted out of this role? She's right. so incredible. Yeah. Meryl Streep's incredible. Don't love her. Love her to death. Stop yeah. putting her in my musical movies. Yeah. Right. I don't want to well, see her in Mamma know, Mia. She's coming oh. back for number two. Mamma so. Mia, there, there we, we go, go again. again. Or if it's a prequel, there we will be going soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a two. Shout out to, no, shout out to Keaton Cruiser for that bit. Thank you. <laughs> friend of the podcast the friend Cruiser. of the podcast That's Keaton Cruiser funny. Yeah. Uh, he came up with that I cannot take credit for I that I believe they're making uh, a, I know, a movie just, sequel to that let's all just take a deep breath we let's just all take a deep breath <gasps> um okay so where were we we were the witch uh, Bernadette Peters let's also talk about the fact that in Into the Woods the witch raps she does she did she rapping rap- in theater before Ra- in Hamilton the made it cool well, in the Heights made it cool. In the Heights, made sorry, it cool. Lin Manuel. I know your show's Before in order. Before my Tupac show, I know you're listening. All eyes on me. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, uh, no, that's the movie. No, Wait, what? Holla the, at me! Holla at me! Holla at me! The wonderful. Holla if you hear me. Holla if you hear me. Hip hop musical that lasted we two weeks. We're drunk. <laughs> um, it's also our it friend of the pod, Brian Dresner, would love to come on and tell us about how that yeah. musical would have changed the genre. Brian, truly, I'm interested to hear your thoughts because it sounds like it's just Mamma Mia with Tupac Shakur's music. <laughs> but I truly cannot wait to have you on to tell me about how it's going to change. I don't believe you, but I am so excited. <laughs> Please to come to and you convince us. Those two weeks, it was at the palace. 
you know, changed yeah. some lives. Changed, could have, if could've critics changed. had been nicer to it. I don't, I don't Brian, know. truly, please come on our podcast. I, I need to hear your thoughts on this. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, the witch rap. The witch rap. About yeah, vegetables. Really good. Vegetables, animal, and, and mineral. If, <laughs> that's a whole other show. It's a different show. I guess I can do reference. That's an operetta. What yeah, she raps about the vegetables. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's very good. Greens. Okay, here's greens. Quick cue. Um, Parsley, peppers. This down. Hold please. Let me see how I phrased it. Answer the cue. Cabbages and celery. There it is. Mm. Asparagus and watercress <laughs> and filferns and lettuce. I said all oh, right. What's the, please but cast. It was consensus <laughs> on the witch. What? What's the group consensus on the witch? How are we supposed to feel about her? Good, bad, ugly? You're not supposed to. F- She's not good. She's, She's not, not bad. bad. She's, She's just, just right. right. <laughs> okay. I hate myself. Song quotes aside. This is Guys, this entire podcast is just a the show of Into the Woods. I hate myself. She stole a kid. Yeah, Wait, yeah she's a bad absolutely. person. I mean, I like, feel bad for her. When do Rapunzel, you though, Rapunzel? So, da, 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 further on down the line, Rapunzel eventually escapes her tower because right. the prince knocks her up, and then the witch is like, "You don't want to live with me." Yeah. And Rapunzel's like, "Uh, no, you stole me and locked me in a tower for twenty years. Right. I don't like you." And we're all supposed to like have our heartstrings tugged at like how she's a mom whose kid is scorning her. She stole that kid. She stole that <laughs> right. kid because somebody ate her ice. Iceberg lettuce. That is messed up. I, I mean, don't feel bad for her. That's like the whole that thing, is, though. That is right. rude. That's, that's like the you're whole supposed question. to. You have to know, like. Oh, what? I know. A lot of there's a lot of discussion because people are like the baker, the baker's wife, or the leads of the show. It's not. It's the witch. Yeah. The witch 100%. is the reason the show exists yeah. because if the witch doesn't put the spell on the baker they don't go in search of this stuff Agreed. or the right. blah 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 it's like Ross in Friends Absolutely. he's the cause of all the problems he's the cause yes. of every single problem in that episode don't tweet at me <laughs> or do um, don't don't tweet don't at tweet. me <laughs> but don't she's bad she's a bad she's bad she just I mean, I'm not trying to in in a show that is arguably about I feel the like gray it, area no, I'm not trying to go black and white is, but arguably about the gray area because like you look at that action Mm -hmm. she is absolutely bad she sends the baker and the wife and his wife on this errand to find these four items Mm -hmm. in for her own ulterior motives in order to gain her youth back right and then but then you look in the second act and she is ultimately trying to hunt down jack and turn him over to the giant for the greater good, to make sure that more people do not die at the mm-hmm. hand of this unstoppable. But force. she's only doing that because she lost her daughter. Well, in the beginning, she doesn't know that her daughter's dead. Yeah, she watches her die. Well, but like before the, that scene, yeah, she's oh, yeah. Okay. There's a whole thing where she comes in and her house is destroyed and the right, baker's right, house right. is yeah. destroyed, and she's like, "We need to stop this giant from destroying anyone else's lives." I guess I just uh, I really I really I mean, that's was the question. So it's like just put off. I just couldn't get, and she has some incredible songs, right? Oh, absolutely. That are amazing and would be great to sing along with. And I just felt so emotionless because I was just so not on board with this character. Right. I was like, I, mean, I don't feel bad for you. You're a bad person. <laughs> you did a bad thing, and I don't feel bad that this person doesn't like you mm-hmm. for I doing that thing. I think if you really like pay attention to the lyrics of Last Midnight, it's... Rude. <laughs> no, <I'm just> 
How dare you accuse me of not paying attention to No, it's really hard. I was hard. only playing Jelly Splash a little bit. <laughs> it's like really hard to get it like on first pass. No, agree. But like oh, if you like read them like a book, yeah. like she's having a conversation with herself and then sure, eventually sure, her sure, dead sure. mother, yes. who is the reason, because she lost the beans, her mother cursed her with ugliness. Mm-hmm. In the first act, the witch is ugly. She is. Yeah. Her Real co- ugly. We Watch learn- the PBS. That wig is strong. Thirsty. Uh, it's dry as entire hell. costume is thirsty. Uh, we learned that the it's witch like wants jerky. to get all of these items because she wants to be pretty. Yes. Right. So she then at the end of Act One gets pretty and loses all of her powers. Right. right. Because she, yeah, it's wish fulfillment. Is this it's an allegory the for the seven deadly sins, or did I just make that up in my brain? I think you made that up. I think you made that up. Yeah. Okay. But I'm just saying I mean, it tracks. You could probably I mean, it tracks. Argue it. Yeah. Like there's vanity, um, yeah. there's, there's avarice, there's gluttony, um, gluttony, right, gluttony. there's um, lust. lust. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, um, what I was reading today, um, as I was doing my homework, <laughs> my own at my desk at work. If you work <laughs> for my office, too. I was definitely doing the job that you pay me for. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't doing work and I for wasn't this podcast. Doing work I don't for this get podcast paid for. I, that I am not paid for. <laughs> um, I was reading that a lot of people saw it because it came out in the 80s, in the height of the AIDS crisis. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was, a lot of people saw it as a parable for AIDS. Um, because you have that lust factor of people wanting to go and get this item that is unattainable and then uh-huh. they get it. And then the second act, this horrible monster is killing people both good and bad uh, unabashedly doesn't and matter. is taking out indiscriminately indiscriminately all these people that, that people care about uh-huh. and it's all about this community of people having to come together and stop this force and hold hands and right so quick. and um the uh people asked sondheim if it was a parable for aids and he sure. said it can be read like that that I, that wasn't meant to be that specifically he's mm-hmm. not that kind of hero right i'm just kidding but i mean like even sondheim we love yeah. you did that show up? I just whacked the mic. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm really struggling with the mic today. <laughs> I need to just sit very still and I can't. I'm too worked up over into the woods. It's okay. Um, yeah, so, so yeah. everyone's going into the woods. And into the the woods are where all of the action happens. Right. Correct. Um, away from the village. Away yes. from the village. It's sort of creepy and everyone gets split up and then there's this whole weird patriarchal situation happening with the baker and the baker's wife where he's like no you stay home and I'll find she's the like, things I and she's help. like I can do the things Yeah, and, she, and Joanna Gleason. Gleason is incredible she won best actress that yeah. year well that was, deserved yeah, she well deserved she's really talented as truly well incredible. also great timing yeah yes oh she's so funny great yes. timing so very good. funny yeah. so funny Yep, agreed. 100%. I think The Baker's Wife is one of the best roles for women in musical theater. Absolutely. Yeah, I would agree. 100%. I would because agree. Because the amount of work and the character arc yeah. that happens for this character is pretty insane and nuts. And it's a, uh, a pretty wonderful experience. And then she dies. Yep. Um, told y'all we were going to spoil this. She cheated she, on her husband. That's what I'm saying. Horniness in the woods. is in the woods. bad. In if the woods. you have sex, you will die. That's yeah. the moral of this, of all these shows, and I'm tired of and it. And because Sondheim hated his mom. We yeah, all it's do. true. Steven Sondheim's mom, mom. Not my mom. I children. love my mom. Yes. He, that's why. He's what? His mom didn't want to have children. 
Oh. And hated yeah. his mom. So Guys, that's, that's why what the happens. baker's wife dies. Yep. So I, never mind. I was going to make a really <laughs> horrible joke, and I didn't. That's not funny. I'm so glad we have Sue and Sondheim, and I'm not going to get political. Um, <laughs> Boom. Uh, we kind of already did with the Trump or the the uh, <laughs> Julius Caesar <laughs> discussion earlier, but we're over it. Bye, Delta. I love the line, nice is not good. Nice like, is different than good. Yeah. Nice is different than good. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of this. I heard this line a, a while back. Nice is not the same as kind. Like, right. Mm-hmm. Just because you're nice doesn't mean you're a kind person. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of right. nice people that will call you sweetheart and then, you know, think that you'll burn in hell every night because Absolutely. of the choices that you've made. Um, so I really liked that uh, nice is different than good. And that's... Um, that's Little Red's song, right, right. after yes. her interaction sort of with, with the, the wolf. wolf. Right. Um, wolf. With the wolf. With the wolf. <laughs> I have diction. I'm an actor. An actor. I t- we took the hardest speech class <laughs> in college so Were you could have speech class? So you could have diction. I, I don't think, that was think just I was me, in my that. Oh, oh my wait, God, no. That's why me? we can say wolf. We can talk well <laughs> with the wolf. We can I speak. took a different diction class oh. with diction a different professor. Class. Did you? Lessac? Did you guys do Lessac? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Our, the dirty With, old hippie Lessac. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we yeah, did yeah, yeah. Except yeah, yeah. it was the hardest class I took in college. It was the worst class I took in college. Hello. Dolly. Okay. Um, so anyway, You're yeah, welcome. nice and different than good. Uh, I like that. I think that's very yeah. applicable now. For sure. I think it's, it's a good... There are a lot of good lines. And they they also do this thing where the characters kind of stop like mid happening, mid action and all come out and do like breaking characters uh-huh. just a weird sort of interim thing where they all come out and do sort of a parable thing. Like the slotted spoon doesn't yes. hold much soup because I guess some people are dumb. <laughs> Whatever. The but the slotted bl- the spoon, spoon can, can catch, catch a potato. potato. Which is my favorite right. part of soup. Um, <laughs> You're right. But so they sort of do all of those parables, and there's lots yeah. of, um, there's tons of, I, I, I wouldn't call them mantras, but proverbs. There's, yes. there's lots of like proverbs and sayings mm-hmm. um, and the sort of folksy wisdom throughout every song in this show. Absolutely. Uh, I think just depending on whatever speaks to you. Some people, you know, I think would, would, sort of call out particular are there any lines in particular that you all like from shows um the closer to the family the closer to the wine <laughs> because i love that wine. that's um cinderella's father okay who's a drunk okay. who's a drunk of course i'm not a drunk I oh promise. bill Duke played that right the butler yeah, yeah. no that's the steward oh the steward. the steward the steward is different than the father yeah. Yes. The steward's the one who, like, eventually, like... Cold Cox Jack's mom. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. The, yeah. the father has, like, two lines in Act One, mm-hmm. and one of them is... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and the it's other very is... very funny. <laughs> the, closer the closer to the, the family, family, the closer, the closer to the wine. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of... No, that's great. Like, other good lines. I like I that. I mean, like, because we were talking about the Proverbs, and, like, because those are all in, in mm-hmm. the midnight. Sure, 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 sure. That's one of the Proverbs. Oh, that's yes. right. It's yeah. I, the midnight. If you know what you need what to get what you want, better see that you keep what you have. Yeah. One midnight gone. One midnight Got gone. It. One midnight. Sometimes one midnight. the things you most wish for are not to be touched. Yes. Is also good. That's another. If I ever get a tattoo, it yeah. would be, oh, if life were made of moments, then you'd never know you had one. Yeah. 
That's a good one. That's I from, will never um, get that tattooed on my body. I, I won't get a tattoo. Don't worry, Janet. But if Janet. I ever got a tattoo, yeah. that's what would be tattooed that's on my body. I mean, like it, like you said, it's just it's a show filled with this like this wisdom that has been passed down through the ages through mm-hmm. these fairy tales. Mm-hmm. And when you look at it, when you take those fairy tales in the second act and you look at what are the consequences of these wishes mm-hmm. that these people achieved, what what does how does that change the wisdom that these people have and right. how does that change into this story going forward right when i've been doing the show since i was 11 <laughs> and the last time i did the show was september so 25 oh, so wow. i've been in the show for 14 years wow. incredible and the incredible thing is that it means something different to me every single time I do right. it. Yeah. So 11-year-old me, who did just act one, was like, this is so fun, and the fairy tales are great, and blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And then you do the full show, and you're like, oh, Life shit. Life is miserable Life blows. and sad. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, you had said that, I'm going way back here. I had to scroll through a conversation, but <laughs> um, is it always or... Is it never, never and, and makes an or mean more than it, than did, it did before? before yeah. um, those are from Mitch. <laughs> he was just sending me quotes as we're watching Amazing. the show of things that he liked. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there's some really interesting, it's just interesting what lines stick out mm-hmm. and what yeah. themes you sort of take away. And I think also depending on what you've gone through in your life, Absolutely. that makes a difference with, I, that sounds really lame, but. Um, I mean, it speaks to, I mean, each storyline speaks to people's, like, lived experiences throughout. Sorry, keep talking. (laughs) I was like, what's going on? Yeah, their lived experiences. Yeah, um, I think that each storyline speaks to um, each person's, like, different lived experience. Uh Um, Because, I mean, you have, like, someone who might react to the Baker story of, the abandoned or like the father who abandoned him. And then you meet that father again in the woods and you're like, well, you fucked up so badly. You ruined my life. And now I'm stuck Mm -hmm. doing this thing, trying to find this cape from this little girl Mm -hmm. that is terrified of me. Like, yeah, that someone could have a totally different reaction to that as opposed to like chasing a. I realized I'm super yeah. ambivalent about father son stuff. <laughs> I <laughs> did not care, and Mitch said that's because you're a girl. <laughs> but like, like the I fact mean, that no more fair. wasn't in the movie, yeah, you said yeah. deeply yeah. hurts my insides. Yeah, and I didn't care. <laughs> I, I didn't care. About I love no all. more so much. It's an important because I think it's an important moment for the Baker's character. Yeah, because he's basically nothing. Yeah, I yeah. don't care about yeah, the Baker because you because no more makes you care didn't. because. <laughs> It, no. <laughs> Newsflash. Wrong. Too little. Too, too, little, too late. late. Um, it's just a care. little too yeah, late. Yeah, I'll because, quote JoJo. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Because without no more, he doesn't have that spurring moment to be like, I'm not going to be this man that I'm not going to abandon my kid like right. my dad abandoned me. Uh, right. He doesn't have that. Well, good, because right. your wife going to die. <laughs> We're just busting up these mics. Yeah, we are. I was trying to do full circle <laughs> with my hands. <laughs> Things I'm got being nasty. good, Nick. I'm being very good. <laughs> For now, Meryl yeah, and I like to do a lot of jazz hands. It's um, fine. I'm sitting on my hands, so I don't do jazz hands. <laughs> and because he likes the way it feels. What a weirdo. <laughs> Spirit fingers. So, so yeah, I think uh, I, it's in, it's an interesting. I guess I like it. 
Boom! I, there it is. I don't think we I got do. Meryl Kay to say she likes the show. I don't know. I don't. I love some of the songs. I feel like if I were more familiar with them, there would be songs that mm. I would like put on my shower playlist that I could really like jam to. Oh, for sure. um, especially from The Witch. I yeah. think she's mm-hmm. got some. Children will listen. Children will listen. There's a great if you if your interests are musicals and EDM. Um, <laughs> There's a great artist. Uh, she goes by the name of Ham, I think, on like Bandcamp. Ham. <laughs> People like the way she says Ham. Um, if you go on Bandcamp and look it up, she does a really. She released a couple of covers of Sondheim songs, uh, but like with an EDM sort of weird twist. But she does a cover of Children Will Listen yeah. that is. Mm. It's really pretty. Uh, that I really, I really enjoyed that, but. So everyone go check that out if those are your interests. Um, Let's talk about some more characters. I don't care about Cinderella. She's sort of a wang. I feel like Cinderella's (laughs) wish. She sort of sucks hard. Cinderella's wish is kind of really hard to get behind because it's just like, I want to go to the festival. Oh, now I want this guy? It's like, okay. I want to go to the festival, but the festival's boring. And I guess I like this guy. I guess I'll marry him. Oh, it's boring in a castle. <laughs> hey, why are you always bored? But in the, oh. at the face, her wish changes the most. It does. Like, Absolutely. She thinks she just wants to go to this festival. <clears throat> then this prince shows up and she's like, who the fuck's this guy? Right. Then she runs away. Then he spreads freaking tar on the steps. Yeah. So she can't get away. Great in trap, case anyone's curious, pitch means tar. Yeah. Most people don't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's trying to trap her. Yeah. Uh, 11-year-old me was like, what the hell is pitch? <laughs> like a baseball? <laughs> I know how to throw a fastball. That's the Arizona accent. Yeah. Yeah. Like a baseball? We rode horses to school. We didn't. People asked me that in sorority recruitment. In I'm still not over it. People Do they know ask, where Arizona is? They don't. No, they don't. Uh, spoiler no. alert. No one does. It's not. the desert. It's the <laughs> desert. But I still got asked that question in sorority recruitment. I would have asked if you'd roller skated, but that's because I love Hamlet too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great film. I'm going to go home I and I have watch done it. neither of those things. So great. Uh, Steve Arizona. Coogan is so incredible. I had to get I my requisite film reference. Hamlet too <laughs> since high school. Um, well, then she's going like, to be like, because that's the one together. where it's rock me, rock me, rock me, rock sexy just. Jesus. Jesus. Yes. Yeah, so I haven't good. seen that since high school. Oh, so it's, it's amazing. Okay, sorry, I really derailed, but I had to get my film reference in, or yeah. it wouldn't be a podcast. Ever. It's true. Um, so yeah, I didn't care. Oh, agony. So two, Very the two funny. princes, Best. Cinderella's prince so and Rapunzel's prince, are brothers. Yeah. They happen upon each other, and they're both. It's like the perfect song from a musical where it's two characters. Uh, showboating, mm-hmm. yes, one upping each other mm-hmm. while also singing incredible, oh, like yes, great, and it's sweeping the mm-hmm. s- agony. Yeah. It's so and it's one of the funniest songs. And it's very funny, yes. yeah, about the how hard their lives are yeah. as yes. princes, as princes, try because they can't get to the women that they want to date, and the women that they want to date are all of them. <laughs> it's true. Spoiler alert: they come back they in come Act back. Two. With new ladies, with new ladies, they're bad. They're oh, very that bad. really upset me. I that mean, but that's like Cinderella the whole point, and Cinderella's you know? prince, like just splitting up. She's yeah. like, "You're not my yeah. only. I'm not your only love." And he's like, "What's the big deal?" It's such an interesting. But that scene when she goes, "And I, the faraway prince." Yeah, 
makes me cry. Yeah, that's true. I did have a little moment of time. heartbreak there. What is it's just, it's so what is his line in the show? It's like I was taught to govern, not to I was lead taught or to something. Be, uh, Char- charming, charming, not, not sincere. Not, not sincere. sincere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, like, yeah. oh. That it's it's like yeah. funny and intinged yeah. with this. It's really interesting to see how people play it because mm-hmm. a lot of the times it gets laughs. Yeah. yeah. But if you do it Prince right, charming. Right. It's but, like right. I was taught to be charming, not sincere. And then everyone's like, ha ha ha. That's funny. But if you do it like right, it's yeah. not supposed to be it's funny. It's incredibly it's a, sad. It's this yeah. incredibly cutting moment for yeah. Cinderella where it's like, I, I never loved fell, you. Actually. I never loved yeah. you. I just fell for your trap. Oh, right. We all. I just got stuck in your pitch, baby. Right. Yep. And haven't we all? Yep. Don't Absolutely. watch this show if you're going through something. I don't think. <laughs> or, I, I do. Maybe do. Or do. Maybe it will help yeah. you. Sometimes you know things happen. Yeah. I mean, it's like having your emotions playlist at yeah. the ready. I mean, for the sure. show will get you through adultery relationship breakup mm-hmm. your dad leaving you yeah. your mom leaving you yeah. kidnapping dying um dying Death. rape um your grandmother getting eaten <laughs> yeah everyone Anyone getting you know, stepped on yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone you know dying Got a lot of crush injuries in your life lately. your mom having a traumatic <laughs> the brain woods. injury yeah that was yeah. that one your getting your toe witch. cut off <laughs> to be fun, getting your to heel be fair, cut off jack's mother's death picking out is your a strangely very funny moment in the show it is and Just because of the way that it's played for laughs, it's played. Though, right? Yeah, it's because she like stands there. It's supposed there. to be that way. Yeah. Okay, it's supposed like it, it's the only funny death that happens in right. the, the entirety of Act well, Two. She, because she's not also the giant. Such a ridiculous it's not character. at the hands of the giant right. that she dies. Right, the steward kills her. Sure, on she, accident. Yeah, accident. Quote. We're, we're doing air quotes. Um, <laughs> We're, we're doing air quotes. <laughs> we're douches. Um. Can we say douche on the radio? No, nope, you can't. Uh, Nick, beat that up. Can you bleep that for bow, me? I have the app on my phone. It's ready to go. Censor out our uh, sensitive content. Um, I see you already got an E on iTunes. You got that explicit We rating. did get that I explicit. I put that E on it real Hello. quick. <laughs> I think we dropped an F bomb within like the first like yeah. three I'm, seconds my of mom the podcast. Was, she didn't say anything, but I'm sure she didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate you not saying anything. I love you so much. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I, what other characters are we missing? We talked about the oh, Cinderella is so annoying. Or not Cinderella, Little Red. Little Red. She's <clears throat> fine, but annoying. Yeah, her voice is just annoying. I guess really? she's a little girl, so yeah. she's just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love her to death. Yeah, she's very talented. Who? Danielle Furland. Dylan, uh, the original Little, little Red. Red. Oh yeah, yeah. she's great. Yeah. Mother fit three to head mm-hmm. with the lith. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a lot of discussion of did the giant actually happen because of Jack or because of Little Red? Little Red. Well, there's right. all that blaming, right? Right. So there's a whole song about it. <laughs> They're all right. very fast. A very song. fast song that it's you can't keep fast. up with. No, it's Mostly, it ends with Bernadette Peters saying, "It doesn't Shh. matter. It doesn't matter. You're just looking for someone to blame. We need we to need solve this fucking problem. Yeah. Yes, the F- problem still exists no matter where it started. Right. So you have to find a solution. Absolutely. That's what matters first. And then she disappears. And then so. she that everyone on Twitter abandons them all. And she's like, Bye, bitches. Bye. Yeah. This is your problem. Here's now. a Does she just leave? She doesn't die, right? She, she just like disappears. Okay. You don't know what happens to yeah. her. Bye. Or if you were in the production that I ASM'd, it was fire extinguisher smoke. <laughs> so provided by class. Natalie. <laughs> 
<laughs> and she extinguished that fire, baby. I extinguished the crap out of that witch. <laughs> I wish. I Did wish. Did we have a fog machine? Nope. No, we didn't. Was that the... You think we're going to expense a fog machine when we have fire extinguishers at the the, wedding? uh, Oh, my God. It was me. I learned something new about that production literally every day of my life. That's fair. And I'm just like... I have so many stories. The the amount of things... I heard them from Hannah when I lived in... Washington oh, Heights with yeah, her. She's, she's, I was her ASM. Yeah, because she was on crew for it. Friend of and the pod, friend Hannah Spratt. Friend of the pod, Hannah Spratt. I was, I was Shout out. Fun um, ASM for that show. We, she shared many stories with me about so that show. So many stories. <laughs> the best part about being in theater in college or in life is all of the stories. Yeah, There's absolutely. always. This is not us disparaging anyone. No, This is no. just... Work stories. This yeah. water cooler gossip. Yeah. It's like that one time I was I was standing right behind a tree, holding on <laughs> fire extinguisher for dear life, <laughs> and then someone almost died with the house. So it's fine. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh no! Oh god, guys! Oh my! Oh. I anyway, I lost five years off my incredible. life. Yeah, that. That Moral of the story, I should never crew into ASM. the woods. I should only be. Should, right, <laughs> only right. be the star. Only be the star. Uh, that's how I feel about all shows. <laughs> I should be in all me of them. Me too. Please uh, cast me. Cast me. <laughs> Hello. You can find me at Meryl K at Gmail. <laughs> I'm literally it's all over just Twitter. just my name. <laughs> on our tweets everything. all day or day. I do. I mean, unless you are from my w- job and I do not tweet all day, <laughs> every day. He's never tweeted once. <laughs> never tweeted <laughs> in my life. It. Have a seen it in one minute. I give um, my Twitter to Meryl and she says all of my jokes. <laughs> That's right. I'm very funny. Give me those <laughs> likes. Smash that like button. Uh, please follow me. I'll do anything for followers. Anything more. Th- I wish. For <laughs> I do anything my story. There it is. You. <laughs> okay. There's so many references. I Ugh. feel like we've hashed. I, we certainly haven't gone in order, and we've absolutely no, skipped not. over things. I can feel people yelling. Get the two on people with it. that will leave li- listen to this show, this episode, are like, and it's but my favorite part. And here's what I say: right, too bad. This show's three hours long. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Let's I, all be honest. Can't and I won't. The best character is Milky White. Absolutely, it's especially when Milky cow. White is played by, by an actual a person. person. <laughs> I thought Best. it was always a fake cow. No. <laughs> oh no! In the um, in the 2015 roundabout production, it was a person. No one talks about. Why? I didn't mention it. The Broadway police are currently breaking down the door, Williams trying to come and steal me. <laughs> they also have the three little pigs in it. They just randomly show up. Oh, so I forgot about that. The wolf. The one I didn't there. actually see it. Friends of the podcast did, and they told me about it. There's a lot of things that happened in it that were weird. It's like the Forgotten Production, but the wolf is singing Hello, Little Girl, and then there's a Hello, Little Girl reprise, and then the wolf from the Three Little Pigs also shows up for no reason. Amazing. And the pigs show up, too. So watch that. It's on YouTube. Huh. Gonna. But definitely Milky White should always be a person. Yeah, it's very funny. Because you can do a lot of really good bits with Milky White as a person. I feel like they did a lot of good bits with just a fake cow. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like when the baker, when he's like dragging him along and then he's like, fuck this. And he picks him up. (laughs) Yeah. And like runs off stage with it. Or they just like, when he dies and they just kick him over. Yeah, just kick him over. over. It's It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. But it's Uh, pretty good when there's a person. Jack is annoying. 
I feel like we missed him and he's a major character, but I'm so uninterested in him as a character. I mean, he's definitely... Um, yeah, I don't know about Jack. If I were to play any role before I turned 40, it would be Jack. Probably. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I say you could play him well into your fifties. I was like, I was like, I, let's be honest. Let's you're probably gonna be able to sing though. that high yeah. for a very I mean, long time. I mean, but also like type wise, like by the time I'm forty, I'll probably be playing like at least a prince or a baker. Keep dreaming, baby. I'll never play the baker. <laughs> it's never gonna happen. I'll never. Do- I don't think I don't that's know. true. I think you. T- yeah. But Regional I mean, productions, but come see me. Why would you want to? so boring. Guys, <laughs> I just don't, I think I like two characters in this show. It's because um, they're played by strong women. Do I, am I the worst? I no. might be. And I might be the worst. No, I think it d- is definitely like the character that you relate to the most. Like when I was a, mm-hmm. when I was a teenager and I was first discovering the show after seeing it in high school, like Jack was who I gravitated toward. Sure. Because he wanted adventure. He wanted mm-hmm. to go out and see the world. Just and that's, those twink. are like the, thi- a lost, he was a lost <laughs> twink in a cod piece. And I was the same. And so was I. <laughs> and, and you think of all of the things you've seen. And exactly. You wish that you could live in between. Giants exactly. And, and I was young and innocent and not jaded about the gay community. And then he <laughs> got held next to her giant breasts. Yeah. This is like, this and is I was not like, what this I like. is not my life. <laughs> This is and not then my I scrambled life. down that beanstalk. <laughs> this is not my house. It's like, bye. This I don't want my But like, life. yeah, when I was a teenager, I definitely identified with Jack sure, more. Sure, sure. But like now, as I'm in now my he's a in the dull years of my dotage, <laughs> I feel yelling. Ugh. I feel more of an affinity toward like the baker or the, one of the princes. Of course, of course. Of Maybe course, not the princess because I'm not a terrible person. I like to think, but yeah. Totally. Jerry's still out. <laughs> <laughs> wow, 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 yeah, I won't I ever, but I, I think would love to. Someone should cast Meryl and I as the princess. Will you that please? sounds correct. I, all I've ever wanted in my life is to be in a gender bent role. Yeah. Uh, my senior year, our school did a production of True West by Sam Shepard, which stars uh, two brothers. And my friend Maddie and I were gunning. We we went to the director and we were like, but what if it was two girls? But what if it was sisters? And been, it was me and her. Really cool. What if it was us, though? And he was like, no. And then he did a production <laughs> that was a production. The production And I have happened. stories for that because I ran props for that show. Amazing. So, so you always story, have a good story. Yeah, you always have a story, especially so when you many. run tech, yeah. I think. Um, especially as an actor who had no interest in the tech side. I am so appreciative of tech people. Oh, no, absolutely. I think they're incredible. The I best. had no idea how or interest in doing technical theater and whenever I was forced to I was so bad at my job and I was so annoyed that I had to be doing it because I wasn't good and I didn't care like why would you make me do something I don't care about that's so stupid that's a terrible platform like I don't have to know what the tech people do to appreciate the tech people like I am very grateful because I don't want to do those jobs (laughs) and someone else does thank you so much right you're an incredible gift to me i don't need to walk a mile in your shoes to be grateful for the walking you've done right also connor did you do 
the tech credits and still not is that you were short one credit for theater but did I, you go through the tech credits i don't even know because i'm like very sorry for your loss if you went through if all you went through all of that and i mean then yeah no get... i did like some of the mo- some of the tech stuff oh i actually enjoyed scenic construction i did too i loved that yeah, class. I did scenic because construction. I, mean, like, I wasn't good at it yeah. but i did like i got it. made I fun like of it. on a daily basis i had to because i had to um help build sets in high school with for the theater because like we didn't have a tech sure, program sure, at sure. our theater in high school we so had like flats the that actors, we stored upright yeah. that were already made and we could just change the right. wallpaper on the <laughs> actors were expected to help to build the yeah. set so yeah. like That's i knew I that world too. i was like okay this is my place i can do this there you go um but yeah, I, I mean, collecting props is is not a hard job. No, it's not. But guys, okay, I have to tell one story. I'm not trying to tell tales out of school here. <laughs> this is not anyone's fault except the people who didn't listen to me. So in this show, in True West, I'll make it quick. I know we're running long. In True West, uh, there's a point where like one of the brothers is a writer, it, and it's anyway, it doesn't matter. At some point, someone had to beat a typewriter. Oh yeah, with a golf club, with oh, a driver. That's right. And I said. To the director, don't let that actor hit. He needs to fake it. He cannot hit the typewriter full force. It'll snap the golf club because you can snap a golf club just playing golf. Right. If you hit the ground at the wrong angle, they're very, very breakable. Yes, they're and they're durable, but they, if you hit them at the wrong spot, they they'll snap. Right. I said so. He can't because it was a black box theater. The audience is maybe three feet away from it. I mean, it's. You're right up in their face. So make sure he doesn't do that. And the director said, nah, I'll be fine. I said, okay. All right, fine. Got a production report of opening night. He hit the typewriter too hard. The golf club snapped and the head flew into the audience and almost hit somebody. <laughs> like, Ugh. hit someone in the face. I could not even believe it. was like, I really almost emailed back on that production report and was like, yeah, I freaking told you so. <laughs> Listen to your props manager. <laughs> I Listen. told you that was going to happen. Right. I don't know much. I don't know much at all. But I know about golf clubs. And if you bang the <laughs> shit out of a typewriter with one, that's going to bust up. What? It's going to bust. Uh, anyway. Listen to your. I have my degree. Tech careful people. the things you say. Children, Children will, will listen. listen, or they won't. I'll <clears throat> beat the shit out of <laughs> an audience member. Anyway, um, so going back to what we were talking about, yeah. I think that depend like the characters that you resonate with in yes, the show yes, yes. definitely depend on like who you are as a person, like what your experience is, and Agreed. where you are in your Agreed. life at that point. Agreed. Um, I don't know. That's just no. I think that's, that's, my that's totally accurate. Very yeah. true. I have pretty much only identified. I mean, I've I've played other parts outside of the Baker's Wife, but I have pretty much only identified with the Baker's Wife yeah. my entire life, which right. is concerning for an eleven-year-old. <laughs> but you know, whatever. No, it's fine. <laughs> She's um, very bossy. I get it. You know. <laughs> no, because I feel shade. the same way. So much no, shade. No, no. I feel like we have. I think we gravitate towards similar Welcome characters. Welcome to shade. No, I. Um, Meryl Kay and I are very similar people. I don't no, know if you I, figured I, that. Out. I think. I think that we We're have asshole. a very similar uh, taste <clears throat> in characters that we gravitate towards. For example, you know, because I, I see a lot in the Baker's Wife that I see, like, sort of in. Bell from yes. Beauty and the Beast. I, f- I see a lot of similarities there, just in not taking any guff from anyone mm-hmm. and kind of setting out on her own, striking out on her own adventure. And like, I can't trust anyone to do this for me, so I'm just going to do it right. myself. And I right. think that 
that sort of quality resonates between the two of us. And um, so I can see why that would be, like, when I say bossy, I mean that positively. Like bossy. I would be the same way as an 11 year old. I'd be <laughs> right. like, screw you. Don't tell me to stay at home. <laughs> Listen, pal, you're going to mess this up. Um, so I totally get that. And the witch is just fun. Cause she is it's fun. the comedy of it. Right. And uh, yeah. And anyone who gets to just disappear in a cloud of, Fire extinguisher is uh, is all right in my book. Which is not good for you, just as an FYI. Just as a normal thing, you're not supposed to like be be around it or near it or covered in it. It's bad for you. You think we can expense liquid nitrogen? You're wrong. I just wanted a fog machine or some dry ice. (laughs) Dry ice is like a dollar a pound. Dry ice, totally mistaken. Um, is it legal in Missouri? I don't know. It's probably know. one of those states that would make dry ice illegal. So but, normally, you know, meth we, and normally we would fantasy cast, but this is a big cast this and we're incredibly already running cast. long. But if you could, let's talk movie cast that okay. just came out. because So it, it also has sort of already been done for us. In, right. Correct. For us in that the movie has just recently come out. Um, any people you would change? And if it's all of them, go ahead. Natalie. <laughs> um. Let Pick me preface three. this by saying I love Emily Blunt. I love her. Uh, sure. I really do. Oh, she was the baker's wife. Yes. She was. Interesting. And I think she's going to be a wonderful Mary Poppins. Oh, for sure. And I think she's wonderful. Sure. Hard pass for you. But they cast her as the baker's wife because she is the ugliest of Hollywood that they would allow in a lead part. <laughs> Which Christ. is and I'm sad just because like, she's incredible. She is beautiful. Very gorgeous. She's an incredible you person. You are Hollywood. Look no further than right here on this couch, baby. <laughs> I'm right here. Like, she's plain enough to play the baker's wife for Hollywood. And I see what you're saying. I didn't want to go like, to the Gremlins in Broadway. I'm just like, <laughs> guys, you know she's like away. a grade A hottie, right? <laughs> right? Like, just, she's I mean, very attractive. Very attractive. Right. Also, her husband is super hot. Love him. Oh, oh God. So, so hot. Marry Whew. me. So, you know, but if Fuzzy you're if you're the plain person here, right? of Hollywood and Disney cast you in two musicals, sign me up, please. Uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> um, um, anyone else? But that hurts my insights. Uh, Who would you have liked to see yeah. as that role? I don't think she... I She just needs to be the... It's the same thing with Emma Wa- Emma Watson in the Beauty and the Beast talk about that. remake. Ugh. They just have to be stronger singers. Agreed. Yes, yeah, you have to be able to sing in a musical. Yeah. I realize that's asking a lot. I mean, in, like, a, in musical. a musical. I don't get where it went wrong because, like, you look at, I mean, obviously, it's a totally different time period. Musical theater is not a mainstay of the culture as it was way back then. But, mm-hmm. like, you look at the movie musicals of, like, the Gene Kelly and right. era. They were triple threats. Yes. Mm-hmm. They could sing, they could dance, they could act, they could do it all. Yes. We need to get back to that standard if we're going to make more movie musicals. Agreed. I do not care. Or if, live musicals. Or live musicals. Yeah. It needs to be people who can do all of those things mm-hmm. because. That's the entire point. That's that the is what's point. so incredible about going to see a musical. Right. Going to see a show in, on Broadway. Is that they are singing at the same time that they're dancing, right. at the same time that they are acting mm-hmm. their ass off. And those, it's doing all the things you love about seeing Beyonce in concert, right. plus acting. Right. You guys. Right. <laughs> Triple threats. <laughs> it's <laughs> See, not that it's hard. So incredible. I mean, you just but have it so is. many. Like, what we it do is, is hard. Like, no, no. I'm not saying, I'm not saying like, 
what we do is easy. Finding I'm saying like the concept of that is not not hard. hard. No, but like people were, you know, Bette Midler has even been quoted being like, this is the hardest job I've ever done. 100%. You are working and you're working eight eight nights a week. Yeah, it's exhausting. Two show days, eight shows a week. (laughs) We know from personal experience. Yeah. (laughs) We work so hard. Um, Sorry, eight shows a week, not eight nights a week. I know how to count. Right, I wish. Um, Than anything. But I I think even with Into the Woods, it's, you could have had a star, you could have had Meryl Streep as the witch and, and maybe one other person, let's call it James Corden or something. Yeah. Anna Kendrick, well, I guess she was coming off Pitch Perfect, so Mm -hmm. she would have had a little bit of star power. That's true. Mm -hmm. Um, And she technically is a Broadway performer. That's where she got her start. She started on Broadway. She was one of the youngest actresses nominated for For a Tony Tony Award. Interesting. For what? High Society? Yeah, something like that. It was like early was 2000s, like 2003. She was like nine. Three? Huh. No, that's it, not right. Yeah, I was like... Her, She's talented, yeah. don't yeah, get me no, wrong. Very, highly very. recommend her autobiography if you haven't read it. It's fascinating. Yeah. Um, Scrappy little nobody out yeah. now with Harper Collins. I'm just kidding. I know the name, but... It's um, good. Um, I just... It's the same thing that they did with Emma Watson and Beauty and the Beast. They changed the music mm. for the actor mm-hmm. which i get you can do that when you're making a bajillion dollar hollywood remake of a musical right but like that's the stuff that gets the people that love the musical really upset absolutely mm-hmm. and then that's the whole other thing james corden could totally have sung no more for sure no <laughs> question yeah and they very cut very talented have you seen his carpool karaoke he's very talented <laughs> very talented very talented it's so funny because everyone looks so con- okay i'm not rehashing carpool karaoke right <laughs> It's I know just, where you're going with this. Everyone's like, oh my God, you can oh sing. God, you can I'm sing? like, yeah, he can. He can sing. He wouldn't be doing this if he couldn't sing. I right. just have to keep being like, he's a classically trained dramatic actor. He's incredible. He's very good in that movie. Right. Don't get me wrong. No, yeah. it's just I was just surprised I if we're going to call star minute. power. Why can't I remember who played Jack? Oh, because that character sucks and <laughs> no one cares about it. Like, it was a child. It was a so. child. Was that's it? it. Yeah, no. It was was a, it the guy it who like played Gavin? Uh, Gavroche. Gavroche. Oh, it was Gavroche. That's right. Was it was it? that little kid. Gavin. Yeah. In the musical Gavin. about France, his name is his Gavin. Name Gavin. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, I can't wait for our Les Mis uh, episode because I have some hot tea to spill <laughs> about oh. that goddamn about movie Gavin. musical. Please have me back. Please have me back. <laughs> Now he's like, I'm your new co-host. I'm Sorry, the third person. His name was Daniel Huddlestone. There it is. Uh, Christine Bransky was the stepmother. Mother, I yeah. love Christine, Christine Bransky. Bransky should be Christine Bransky should be should narrate. Maya Rudolph should be in every role. hundred percent. Christine Bransky. Oh, Lilla yeah. Crawford was Little Red. That's right. She's an actual Broadway person. Johnny Depp was the wolf. I remember that. What I remember a terrible, that. psychotic thing to do. Because everyone's like, oh, he did Sweeney Todd. He can sing. And it's like, no. He's also bankrupt, so it's fine. <laughs> and he's an abuser. So. And he's an abuser, so yeah. bye. Cool. Uh, Chris Pine. He was a prince. Okay, I the that. agony in the movie was <laughs> very Him and Billy Magnuson. Billy, oh, so there were theater people. There yeah. Billy there Magnuson's were. a theater person. Because yeah. they really, I mean, like, they really did agony right there because they hammed it up. 100 characters you are gonna have to pull from <laughs> right. Broadway at some point. Absolutely. Um, oh, Chris Pine's eyes. 
Connor, any thoughts? Any? Should we do sh- Natalie? Would you like to man Natalie, and chair man and chair us? this musical for us? Very briefly, what do you love about? Why do you why love do you it? love the show? Talk so much. to us. <laughs> Man in chair it for us. Should I talk like, should I have like a, hello, <laughs> the drowsy chaperone. The drowsy chaperone. The drowsy chaperone. Please uh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, are, that guy. Normal. we already put on show voices for this. I'm obsessed for having a quote unquote podcast voice. I'm an actor. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah. continue, Natalie. Sorry to have interrupted. Um, I well, for me, this show has been um, a big part of my life for a really long time, and every city that I have moved to, the next show the theater I was working at did was Into the Woods. <laughs> don't know why, don't know how. I've done this show a really large amount of times. Um, I didn't look, at, search it out. It just kind of happened, and it kind of was like for me this way of being like. You're supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. Like this is your this is your you're Sign. supposed to be in this part in your life. Okay. Um, and when I moved here in to almost a year ago, mm-hmm. uh, the first show that I did was Into the Woods, and uh, it was just kind of like this. Welcome to New York. Here's yeah. a show that you wanted to. Be. So it's kind of been this like big part of my life for a really long time, and it's meant something different every single time I've done it. And yes, I can do the entire show. In its entirety, <laughs> all the by myself. That's amazing. I know that's the burning question on She's everyone's like mind. <laughs> <laughs> Doing all of West Side Story by herself. Yes. Um, so yeah, I think that's it's it's an incredible piece of musical theater. I'm a Sondheim fan, obviously. Sure. Um, Would you say top ten? It's in my top five. Top five. Yeah. Top three. Uh, yes. Top three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number one. No, it is not my number <laughs> not one. Number one? <laughs> not number one. Natalie, what's your number one? Wicked. Wicked. Oh, of course. Of course. Duh. I'm, <laughs> should have guessed that. I'm the dumbest. I forgot it existed, honestly. <laughs> I know every uh, single Sondheim know. fan is going, you Ew, bitch. Traitorous. Yeah, you you piece you of said shit. You started forming a W and everyone immediately started cringing. <laughs> they, they all vomited. <laughs> I like a commercial hit. Time. I'm sorry, guys. I can't be highbrow good all the time. Goddamn show. I love <laughs> it. Alphaba is my dream role. Let's get okay, it out okay, there. Okay, it's okay. I love it. No. Hey, let's go. Okay, let's so that's it. and then let's and round it out. Can be Glinda and I'll be great. Let's yeah. round it out. So so wicked. I would look good in a blonde wig. <laughs> and those boobs up to here. Hello. Hello, darling. <laughs> um, Put me in a bubble and a ball gown and call me Glinda. <laughs> Oh, the good witch. <laughs> um, so, Wicked, Into the Woods, la- round it out for me. my last three? Yeah. Um, Number three. I go back and forth uh, between two other commercial hit shows. Okay. Beauty and the Beast uh-huh. mm-hmm. and Legally Blonde the Musical. Okay, Legally Blonde wow. is truly incredible. It's so incredible. It's we're gonna have so to have good. you back, and we're gonna have to deep dive this. We're gonna have to unpack that. <laughs> I love it. I that is surprising, but I like it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's really good. It's good and stuff. I like will like just talk about them till the cows come home. So sure, that's where I'm. Hey, cows want to know. Okay, uh, Connor, way. man, and share this for me. Why do you love Into the Woods? Um. So or do you? I do. I love Into the Woods very much. Um, it was one of the... So I before I saw it in high school, I had been doing shows mm-hmm. for a very long time. Sure, Started Brad. as a dancer, then moved into musical theater <laughs> and like all that kind of thing. Um, and I saw it my sophomore, junior year of high school. And that was kind of like my entryway into what I felt like was like 
the musical theater canon. Okay. Um, and like that Into the Woods was what introduced me to Sondheim and helped me fall in love with him as an artist. Uh-huh. And um, it was also just a really important show for me through hi- throughout high school. And I've really held on to what it meant to me then. Okay. Um, and it will always have a special place in my heart because of what it did for me back then and for what it continues to do for me today and all that. And um, it's... Uh, just a really good show. <laughs> <laughs> Super good. That was so moving. What a beautiful tribute. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Stephen Sondheim. Please listen to this podcast and tweet at me. <laughs> Stephen Sondheim. He's 89. Don't mean he can't tweet. Tweet at C. He has a theater named after him. He can he do does. whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants. Also, his sh- new show was supposed to show up on the public season this year, and it did not, and I am hashtag mad yeah, about it. Yeah, when is that coming along? Because it's probably coming to Broadway, and please let it be. Uh, amen. Meryl, men and share this. Why do you not like, like or into dislike <laughs> Into the Woods? Why do you hate Into the Woods? <laughs> Guys, I'm so undecided on how I feel about this show. I'm trying really hard to... Again, all the things I brought up, the the overplayed themes versus context versus characters I like versus characters I hate. It is rare that I go to a show and just have an outright disdain or disinterest in in so many characters. And in a show with so many characters, I feel like that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, that could just be I have an ice heart and <laughs> I I don't think that's true. I it always cry not. when I watch dogs owners come back from the military. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I have In emotions. Um, <laughs> We're not bringing that SP, SPCA. What is it? I don't A-S-P-C-A. know. There it is. There it is. Um, <laughs> they stand in Union Square and I avoid eye contact. <laughs> just we did a whole away. bit about it in Sorority Recruitment. It was super I fun. I just feel like it's a show that I would obviously go see if my friends were in. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that at the university when we put up our production and I loved it. I loved watching my friends be in it. It is not something I think I would seek out especially strange or different productions a la the roundabout mm-hmm. revival. Mm-hmm. Um, if it came back to Broadway and Bernadette was in it and I had four hours to spare, uh, applause breaks inclu- included, I would I would probably attempt to get tickets to go see that, but For sure. I, it would not be a musical I would just put on to have in the background. I feel like there are lots and lots and lots of other shows that I would have cued before I. Cued it's not like into a grooving words. musical. It's not like a musical you like put on like. Right. Yeah, but when you're cleaning and, like, and you want to pretend like you're on woods, stage. It's time to go. Yeah. No, no one else does that. <laughs> 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 So you guys are, no. um, uh, okay, Natalie, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, you do you have any projects pe- coming up yeah. or anything uh, that you want to shout out about? Oh, I just I work in theater marketing. I you know hang out and do this for a living. So yeah, you, know, you do to hang out. Natalie's incredible. She yeah. she works so hard. We love and her very much. She knows so much about theater and mm-hmm. i'm so excited i'm so grateful that you could come on the show and that we made it work <laughs> um connor anything to plug um just my hair <laughs> connor i've told you so many times you cannot pre-write your jokes 
Um, <laughs> that was see your that was off the cuff. It does look like you stuck off your finger in a socket. So. I mean, thank but, you. Um, that's my hair. Is that your plug? That was my plug. Is that your plug? My yeah. plug. Um, in case anyone is in looking at national touring productions of Into the Woods, mm. I highly recommend the Fiasco Theater production that's currently going across the country. Okay, Ooh, that's fun. Um, it's a completely stripped down production. Love it. Um, all of the there's only like eight actors okay they all play musical instruments the only actual musician is a pianist and all of their props are household items mm. so like the guy huh. who plays the wolf is holding like a taxidermied wolf head uh, <laughs> because like, uh, i always keep a taxidermied, taxidermied wolf head in my kitchen yeah as well you should and yeah. like the stepsisters are played by men and they hold like two drapes up like the dresses and amazing have on their heads so very it's going cute. across the country right now i highly recommend you see it if okay. that's what you if want it's to do city near if you, you have the four fiasco hours theater the fiasco theater production of into the woods great, great. it was in new york earlier on uh, the roundabout yeah i love which it. did you know the unspoken revival right but. <laughs> It's Great. a fun, weird take on the show. Yeah. Sure. Across the country and feel like seeing Into the Woods. Amazing. <laughs> In case this episode has inspired you. <laughs> this um, again, also you episode. can check it out on YouTube, mm -hmm. uh, the PBS version mm -hmm. with the original cast, and obviously the movie <clears throat> if mm -hmm. you would so choose to do that. It's not on Netflix. I looked. Uh, you have to buy it. <laughs> Sorry. Meryl, do you have any projects you'd like to plug or anything like that? Just this podcast. Please yeah, listen please to listen it. Please listen to it. Um, Tell your friends. Subscribe. Subscribe. Leave us a comment. Uh, leave us a yeah. review, review. A rating. On iTunes. Mm -hmm. If you would, that would be great. Recommend us to your friends. I'm so appreciative of anyone, at all the people who have texted me yeah. and reached out to us to tell us that you've listened. That's honestly has given like i'm like tinkerbell living on applause <laughs> just i feel like i have come back from the brink uh you guys have this is that's been really cool to yeah for know sure. that our friends have have reached out and yeah made us feel good about this i want to um just do a couple shout outs really quick of course thank you to our sound engineer nick sorry that we beat up your microphones so badly during this episode <laughs> um, no uh, microphone was every spared every time i took a sip of my water bottle and it made a weird sucking sound all uh, microphones were that. harmed in the making of this podcast <laughs> um, so thank you to engineer nick he's incredible you can find him at n pierce 88 on thank instagram you, he takes incredible photos he does um check him out book him for your headshots actors hey. he's really great um uh, does great work. Mm -hmm. um, I'd also like to shout out Autumn Mishler. I think I shouted her out yes. last episode, but she uh, did the cover art for this podcast so that we could upgrade from our janky <laughs> thrown together in 10 seconds cover from the first episode to the beautiful cover that you see before you. Yes. Um, she worked really hard and I am blown away by anyone it who has incredible. any amount of talent because I have truly none when it comes to graphic design <laughs> so i wanted to say thank you to them um again thank you natalie for coming yeah Thanks thank for you so much. so much fun yeah. Thanks for having me. and if you guys have any comments or questions tweet at us uh let us know tweet us at yeah. bits over b way on twitter uh email us at that same address mm -hmm. just uh find connor and find natalie and i we're all on twitter mm -hmm. um yeah, just hit us up. We'd love to hear your thoughts, and uh, we will be back next week. Yeah, for sure. Bye. 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 Peppermint go. needed to go. She needed to go. To go. Yeah.